Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Rushville. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Rush County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Hammer and Nigel Show. It is the Hammer and Nigel Show. I'm Jason Hammer. Jerry Lopez in the Spanglish pinch hitting for Big Knives today. And let's go to the 93 WIBC hotline and bring on Tony Kennett, a man that was filling in for Big Knives the last couple of days. It's Hammer and Friends. That's what this show has become, Tony. You know, everybody likes a little bit of hammer time. So, you know, (laughs) hammer and friends sounds like a fair way to do the show. All right. So round two of voting and Jim Jordan lost a little bit of ground, lost a vote. Although Victoria Sparts did ultimately vote for Jim Jordan in round two. What's your takeaway of what you're seeing with this Speaker of the House situation? So Jim Jordan was supposed to lose ground uh, by a lot more than he did. Again, the majority of the constituents in the country of these GOP representatives are in favor of electing Jim Jordan. Uh, and that's what I'm seeing everywhere. That's that's who I'm speaking to. Uh, we're seeing a little bit of virtue signaling uh, from some representative members of Congress. For example, uh, Carlos A. Jimenez. Um, who is out of Miami-Dade. You see him talking about how important it is to elect only Kevin McCarthy. Well, he's trusting Kevin McCarthy with being the speaker, uh, yet he doesn't trust Kevin McCarthy enough when McCarthy votes for Jordan. And that's what the attitude among Republicans around the country is. We really need to get Jordan in there. It makes sense. Again, even Sparks is finally kind of coming around to that uh, very obvious way of thinking I still think that Jordan has a shot. I think that around if he can get it done by five, then he's good. If we don't get it by five, there may be some another backroom meeting. There's a lot of stuff up in the air at this point. Hey, Tony, it's Jerry. Hey, so if, if not Jordan, then who? Well, that's the question. Because who, who is there at this point? Uh, it's not. I really don't see Scalise being the, the next speaker, although I guess it could be. Uh, again, it, at this point, what we're looking at is the uh, Republican kind of holdout crew that originally ousted McCarthy. They're not going to pick anyone that they don't like. I think the fears of, oh, the Democrats are going to cut some deals and we're going to have a Democrat speaker. I don't see that as happening. I just don't see that as being a thing. I think you could see some gridlock for maybe a couple of months, if not Jordan. I don't like it, uh, but I see the the current uh, speaker fill in, probably filling in for a a lot longer than he originally anticipated. And ultimately, is it really that bad? Are we making too much of a deal of who the Speaker of the House is here, Tony? Yes, uh, I think so. Uh, Everyone in America knows that Congress sucks. Um, The Speaker has pretty much one role and one role alone, and that's to kind of wheel and deal and moderate between the establishment, the conservatives, the more libertarian-leaning, and then the populace. Those are the four factions of Republicans, the establishment neocons, the traditional conservatives, which I would say I'm a part of, the populists who are very Trumpian, and then you have the libertarian-leaning members from some areas out in the Central Plains. That's the speaker's job is to unite those groups, 
to move legislation. And I think that picking – I thought McCarthy did a lot better of a job than a lot of people do at the moment. I'm well, not a fan of McCarthy. Uh, but I think that we're making way too big of a deal about this. Yes, we should have a speaker, but the nitpicking over how perfect the speaker needs to be is a little silly at this point. Tony Kennett of the Daily Signal, investigative reporter, and coming soon, nightly host here at 93 WIBC. His program starts November 6th, right after Hammer and Nigel uh, at 7 p.m. So, Tony, let's turn our attention to Israel. You and I were on the air yesterday in the headlines right out of the gate. The Israelis bombed a hospital. But if you really just take a deep breath and step back and let all the information come out, that was not the case. And, and the reason that we knew something was fishy, as I said, on the air, it was very overt. This goes completely against the operating fashions of Israel in every single military conflict that they've had since the Six-Day War. We have never seen them not take extreme and excruciating care if they were going to bomb anywhere near a hospital to tell everyone, their grandmother and their grand cousin, to get out of the area. They put toe-tapper bombs in place. They did everything that they could to make sure that if they were going to strike a military target, which, again, Hamas does put their bases at the bottoms of schools, mosques, and hospitals, that everyone was cleared out. So this unannounced attack was weird. Number two, all of the media immediately rushed to take Hamas's 500 casualty announcement with the most utmost sincerity and seriousness. That's red flag number two. And number three, the daylight popped up. Because, you know, that's kind of how time works. It moves forward. And there was this really teeny tiny crater really small, teeny tiny crater where there was supposed to be, according to a lot of the anti-Semites and the both sidesers here in the United States that said, well, it was an American JDAM missile. I've seen American JDAMs in person. Jerry, I don't know if you've, have you ever, did they ever show you in basic what a JDAM can do uh, to an area? Yeah, we, yeah, we saw those. Kind of a big crater, right? You know, not exactly one of our smaller bottle rockets, but that's what hit the parking lot outside of this hospital. Didn't even hit the hospital. So that's number three. Israel wouldn't have even been accurate. Israel is always accurate with their strikes within centimeters of where they aimed. So I decided to kind of wait until further information came out. Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib, nope. And now... Everyone out there who trusted Hamas is eating crow this morning because it turned out Israel didn't do it. But but are they eating crow? Because I feel like that's one of the biggest problems uh, today is just in the way that people get their information. It's it's first for the story or first for whatever, you know, the bloodlust or whatever you need it to be. You know, look what Israel did and you get all the people going and then they don't really hear the retraction. Right. So in two weeks from now, there's going to be people talking about Israel hit a hospital. Right. So so that that's the issue that is that they're not going back in and letting these people know, hey, this is actually what's going on. So we are seeing actually a little bit of crow eating. And, and I, I'm with you again. There should be a feast of crow. You know, how, you know there I should mean, be Croatia. T- 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 Tony, here. we still hear hands up. Don't shoot. Right. That that is false. That 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 never happened. Right. So, like, oh, no, I agree. It's, with the, you. it's I, the same I thing. Israel hit a hospital. We're going to hear this a month from now and it, it will have never happened. No, I I agree with you as far as that's concerned. But as far as like ABC News and the New York Times have already issued statements basically saying, look, we jumped the gun on this. Reuters said the same thing. The Wall Street Journal has been trying to do its own damage control. Uh, Again, they usually pride themselves on really solid reporting. So their kind of backtracking here is is quite substantial. And it's not going to be a total victory. But I think what last night was 
is a good example for the entire country to take a look at who rushes to trust and support Hamas. Those are the both sidesers. Those are the anti-Semites on the left and on the right. And the media apparatus that like the Associated Press who used to share a freaking office with Hamas. Right. But Tony, to Jerry's point, and I see where he's going here, like this morning, those newspapers you already mentioned, the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, even the Washington Post, they had very tricky headlines that if you didn't follow this as closely as we all do, you would think that this was Israel's fault. And while yes, they could come out later on and go, well, here's what really happened. More people, I think, are going to see that massive headline than the retraction. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, of course. And that's always the way it is. Let me clarify. When I said that they were eating crow, I didn't mean that they walked out and said, guys, I'm sorry, we're wrong. What I mean by eating crow is that they're kind of being force fed crow by a lot of organizations that didn't jump the gun, including yours truly. I was an investigative columnist who made the right call. You were a radio host who made the right call. And so what we have the, I wouldn't say the joy, but what we have the duty of doing now is going around to all of these congressmen, all of these journos hacks all of these journalism and political science majors and rubbing their noses in the dog crap that they put on the carpet because every other American needs to see us doing that. Number one, because they should be listening to Hammer and Nigel in the evening. Number two, because they should be critical of breaking news that seems to be a little too good to be true for one side of the political aisle. And number three, because frankly, it's fun to rub idiots' noses in the dog crap they put on the carpet. Tony Kennett is our guest, investigative reporter for The Daily Signal. Tony, we got about a minute left here. I know education has always been kind of your wheelhouse. You were a longtime STEM educator here in Marion County. A lot of what you write about stems from what happens in education, and that takes us to the teachers' unions. So Becky Pringle is the president of the <laughs> NEA. That is the organization that runs the Indiana State Teachers Association. That's the big teachers union here in, in the state. That's the Red for Ed crew. And she has thrown the teachers union's entire weight behind defending Palestine. You say, well, why does that matter? Guess what your kids are going to be talking about in history class for the next couple of weeks? And when the teachers union tells their teachers, as we are already starting to see, to lean on the side of Palestine to give them this disinformation you think there are a lot of teachers this morning that refrained from talking about the Israeli-Gaza incident or analyzing media coverage? No. You probably had a lot of teachers' union individuals, like Becky Pringle did, that are going to waltz into classrooms and give their kids a bunch of misinformation to sugarcoat Hamas and the Palestinian movement. And that is the definition of misinformation, of brainwashing, of indoctrination to raise a new generation of socialist advocates, because that's the red-green alliance between Palestinians and American Marxists as a whole. Where can we get more information, my friend? You should be following me on Twitter at The Tonus, or you can also be checking out my work over at DailySignal.com, where I write all the time. And November 6th, that's the big date, right? That's right. I'm actually uh, finishing up a little bit of pre-programming for the show right now. It's going to be a knockdown dragout. Oh, I can't wait. Are you going to have beer sample Friday? Are you going to have moonshine Monday like we do around here? Can we look forward to those uh, wacky type of bits, Tony? I'll say that when we do those kind of bits, you can expect Hammer to hop on and cause a little bit of trouble. Damn right. Tony Kennett, Daily Signal and WIBC. Tonus, thank you. Thanks, guys. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.